Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast in your life today. Here we are on a Friday night or Saturday morning, depending on how you listen to this. And there's really nothing much going on. I mean, yeah, if you have been paying attention to the news, and I said this last time, that San Diego Comic-Con apparently is on virtual. So if you look at the website right now, you can literally do all sorts of stuff. You can, you know, watch some streams, play some games if you like, uh, answer some trivia questions, any trailers that could be popping up, whichever the case may be. Now, for me, personally, I've just been working as much as I can because next year, things are going to start changing. It's going to be a brand new space, big-ass studio going to be happening. There are so many changes that are going to come to pass, but I don't want to say anything right now. I don't want to jinx it. Let's just say plans are in motion for me to not only grow bigger, but to be bigger, to get bigger, and so on and so forth. So, we'll see what happens when the time gets closer. Gotta get away from this fucking COVID shit, I really do. But, that's neither here nor there. Today on the episode of the podcast, we're just gonna be talking. Just gonna be talking. Not anything very specific. Maybe reminisce about a couple of things. Maybe, you know, talk about what's been going on. We're just gonna be talking some comic book news or stuff. Whatever that's going on. Whatever that appears in my head. No set structure. I'm just gonna talk about it. It's as simple as that. All that plus our supervillain quote of the day... But first, like we always do about this time, let's get our shout-outs out of the way, shall we? I feel like I should have like a little transition music right before I say that. Go, some shit like that, but I feel like it's a little annoying. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. But in any case, fucking rambling on and on. Today, the shout-out actually goes to my future partner for the next podcast that we're going to do, Brian. Now, I have no idea if Brian actually listens to this, but if he does, this shout-out is to you, man. We've only been working for a few days, but I trust your judgment. You are a very intelligent human being. If you guys listened to my last episode, I did say that Brian, most likely, this guy, this dude, just graduated from Stony Brook College. Possibly, he and I are going to be starting our new podcast very, very soon in August. He's going to be doing motivational stuff. I'm going to be talking about real-life experiences. We're pretty much going to say anything we want that's going to be relatable. Relatable to you, maybe relatable to someone that you know, and just talk real-world shit. We don't know what the podcast is going to be called yet. Everything is still brainstorming, but this shout-out is to you. I trust your judgment. You know what you're talking about, and who knows? Maybe you get to help out hundreds of people, maybe thousands of people that can listen to our podcast. It is what it is, and we'll see what happens next. Shout-outs to you, Brian. Hopefully, we'll have good chemistry, and hopefully people will like us. They will like our humor. They will like our random shit. Still got a name to come up with. (laughs) But anyway, let's dive into us just talking shit. And that comes up right in a bit.
You know, there have been many moments where I thought to myself, there's no possible way that this coronavirus shit that is going on currently would just postpone more movies that are unable for us to even watch. You know, there's just no way. I'm thinking to myself, hey man, let's just chill out with the whole postponement shit. I mean, I know things are bad right now, but let's just chill. And lo and behold, we get another delay. You guys that haven't heard, Tom Holland's Spider-Man 3 is delayed once again, December 17th, 2021. Now, at first when I heard about this news, I have to admit, I was a little bummed out. I thought to myself, I, I, I literally raised my hands up. I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. That's it. I can't take this anymore. And funny thing is, I literally called it a couple of weeks ago when I had to revise the order in which more movies that were delayed. And I thought to myself, fuck this shit. Can't do it anymore. And then I thought, hold on. Maybe there is a positive to this, you know? If Spider-Man is being released on December 17th, that means that that's around the Christmas season. Which means the chances, and I forgot who said this, so um, someone actually brought up a very good point here. The chances of Spider-Man 3, Tom Holland Spider-Man 3, actually making a billion dollars at the global box office is kind of high. I mean, come on, let's face it. Who wouldn't want to take their families and their friends and their dates and whoever to go see a Spider-Man film around Christmas time? That's probably the best time ever. You know, with the postponement of, you know, Avatar 2 and all these other films and all these other projects, Spider-Man 3 having a December 17th release actually might turn out to be more in its favor. So we'll see what happens when we get to it. We still have more than a year to go, but like I said, at first I thought I was a little mad, I was a little upset, and then come to think of it, okay, these movies are going to get postponed anyway, we might as well take it what it is, take it with a grain of salt, fuck it, let's mark our calendars down once again, December 17th, 2021, Tom Holland's Spider-Man 3. I'm wondering what is going to be the name of the actual text. Because in the first one, we had Homecoming, and the second one is Far From Home. I wonder if it's going to be Spider-Man Home Run, or Spider-Man Home Invasion, you know, since everyone now knows who he is. That'd be a cool one, Spider-Man Home Invasion. Yeah, that'd be very cool. God, I really wish they put Daredevil into this. I really do. Speaking of Daredevil, I actually saw on the news, and I really don't know how much of this is actually confirmed, but apparently the one who played Jessica Jones in the Netflix shows, Kristen Ritter, I hope I'm saying that name correctly, Kristen Ritter is done with playing the character. She doesn't want to do it anymore. Now, like I said, I don't know how much of this news is actually true, but let's take this at face value real quick. If she is done as the character, I'm pretty sure there's plenty of us that are thinking to ourselves, Oh my god, no, no, you are Jessica Jones, you need to play that character. If she returns in the MCU, you need to come back. But then I thought about it, I'm like, okay, what's her reasoning? And I'm going to paraphrase here. She said that 
with her role in the three seasons of Jessica Jones and in the the Defenders series, or one season to be exact, she's actually done playing that role because she feels like it was the perfect closure for her character. And there's no reason for her to come back in that mindset. And I have to think to myself, I'm like, you know what? You bring up a very, very good, interesting point. Because if Hugh Jackman was to return as Logan, that would devalue his end in the movie Logan. That would devalue the movie in its entirety. That strong, powerful scene when his daughter is holding his hand and is just yelling, Daddy, watching her father slash clone dad die. Oh my god. That that was that was a powerful scene. I don't want to get my I don't want to get myself emotional right now, but that was a, an extremely powerful scene. I always say this to many people, especially my friends. A good movie can make me laugh. A strong movie can make me cry. And that's why I put Logan over Deadpool because that ending of Logan fucking hell and the soundtrack with the music and the quote with the the cowboy quote from back in the western times jesus christ that shit tore my heart to pieces i think i'm going to watch that movie again just to have a good cry you know there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with having a good cry <laughs> but in any case anyway back to what we were saying if Kristen Ritter is actually done playing this character, then I have to say I commend her for it. As much as I really want her to have some kind of engagement with any of the MCU heroes, let's face it. We spoke about this before where if the Marvel Netflix characters find some way to enter into the MCU, they're probably going to change the tones of their characters and they're just going to be shell of their former selves. And I don't like that. I really don't. I'd rather keep them as the hardcore badass the way they are. So, if she's done playing as the character, as I said, if this is true, since this is a, uh, there is no telling whether this is true or not. But if she is done playing the character, then you know what, Kristen Ritter, you kicked ass in Jessica Jones. I still love the seasons. I love the show. Love the character. Love everything about it. Kudos right off into the sunset. That's all there is to it, and that's all there is to it. But anyway, moving on to whatever we got to talk about. It's not really comic book related, but I feel like I should give this a shout out real quick. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 has its release in mid-summer of 2022. So we still have a couple of years before that movie comes out, but guess what? I don't give a fuck, man. Take as much time as you need to develop that movie to its finest. Sonic was fucking awesome. It really was. And it still amazes me on how so many people were still pissed off that Sonic beat Harley Quinn at the box office because they were released so close to each other in the same weekend or one weekend after another. And I'm thinking to myself, of course Sonic was going to be Harley Quinn. Of course he was. First of all, it's Sonic the Hedgehog, bro. From Sega and Nintendo currently. It's Sonic the Hedgehog. The blue hedgehog that fucking runs fast, crack jokes, and does whatever he does to save the day. He's a fan favorite for a reason. 
And mind you, the main reason, in my opinion, why Sonic the Hedgehog beat Harley Quinn is pretty simple. Because with Harley Quinn, they actually shoved diversity down our throats like Hollywood always does. Sonic was purely fun and entertaining. And when I took my girlfriend and we went to see the movie together and she had no idea who Sonic the Hedgehog was, please don't blame her. She was never exposed to the character back then as a child, but I was. And as soon as I saw the post credit scene, which every movie is now doing, thanks to the Avengers when they did that, we saw the post credit scene and we saw fucking Tails, Miles Tails Prowler. And I'm like, fuck to the fuck, yes. Another fan favorite, fucking, oh man. You know what I want to see though? I really want to see in the second film, I would love to see Sonic against Knuckles and Sonic against Shadow. And you know what? Put Silver into it. You know what? No, no, no. Put Silver in the third movie. Yeah, Silver the Hedgehog. Come on, Time Traveler? Love me some time traveling, man. Any superpower that I want, it's always, always time travel. I want to go back, win the lottery, and do whatever the fuck I want to do. Mess with people. I don't give a fuck if it changes the course of history. I don't give a shit. I'm going to time travel to my heart's content. But anyway, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 coming out in mid-2022. I can't fucking wait, my guy. But anyway, moving on to some random talk. Brie Larson. Yes, let's go back to... The infamous Brie Larson made a Instagram post today that it's been four years since the announcement of her playing Captain Marvel. And back then, when I saw the post credit scenes of Avengers Infinity War, and they had her symbol popped up in that little pager thing, and then I'm like, yeah, Captain Marvel, fuck yeah. And some guy next to me goes, who? And I wanted to smack the shit out of him and be like, ugh, you're not a, what a noob. I, I literally, I was one of those guys. Ah, oh, you're a noob. It noob. You don't know shit. You don't know nothing. Fucking hell, boy, was I wrong. Goddamn. I've already done my Looking Back episode on Captain Marvel, but just to reiterate, I did not like the movie. My girlfriend loved it. I, I did not like it. I really didn't. I really didn't. I, I thought that the script was all over the place. The character was stale. You know, it's the Superman complex. It did not have a particular style. It had no idea what it wanted to be. And it was the precursor. It was basically the movie before Avengers Endgame. So you knew you needed to rise to the occasion to be followed up or be followed up by one of the most greatest movies. The most, one of the most highly anticipated movies of the fucking decade. Oh my god. You know... I think what pissed me off so much about Brie Larson is the whole, you know, this movie was not made for white men type of thing. And I'm like, okay, what PR actually allowed you to do this? Whose idea was it for you to actually get on stage and just go on this anti-racist, oh, it's all about me, it's all about whatever persuasion type thing? Like, whoever it was, I hope... He breaks all of his fucking fingers, right? He or she. I hope they break their fucking fingers. Because that was not a good move. I think if it wasn't for that, I would have laid off Brie Larson just a tiny, tiny bit. And actually appreciated the movie maybe a little bit more. But I just can't get that thought process out of my head. You know what just reminds me? And I actually heard from this. 
uh, shout out to this YouTuber called Cordery Effects. C-O-R-D-E-R-Y-F-X. Cordery Effects. He brought up a very interesting point where Hollywood is doing this thing where they want to pat themselves on the back for showing and representing diversity in their films. And I remembered he actually spoke about when he did the uh, breakdown for... What's that fucking stupid-ass movie called? I, I hated it so much I can't even remember it. It was... Jurassic World 2 Fallen Kingdom or Dino Bullshit in a fucking shit sandwich in a flaming rotting pile of shit... Oh my god, I fucking hated that film so much. I did. I de- it's not a comic book film. If it was, I I would have. You know what? I will be. I would happily do a looking back episode on that one. I fucking hated that film. I hated it. It was so fucking bad. If you liked it, kudos to you. I don't give a shit. I fucking hated that movie. But in any case, let me continue on my point. So Quarter Effects actually pointed out and said that a lot of Hollywood, what they're doing right now is they're representing their diversity in their films. And they want to pat themselves on the back for doing it because it's the new Hollywood norm. And the point is, they're really not. Because there were certain scenes that were had to be cut out because of the fact that they were either deemed too inappropriate or it had some lesbian scene or it had some gay scene or whichever. And the reason why they would cut scenes out that has to do with anything like that is because when the films get released overseas, like in China or anywhere else, you know, certain countries that still does not accept homosexuality, they would cut them out for their benefit so that way China or whatever country can watch the movies and therefore their global prices actually skyrockets at the box office. Now, you understood what I just said, right? They would cut out certain scenes that has to do with homosexuality in their films just for China to not be pissed off so that way they could watch the films. Therefore, their global price box office actually goes way the fuck up. Now, I have to say, I don't know if I even have a reaction to that because... How can I explain this without seeming like a douchebag? Actually, you know what? Fuck it, I am going to be a douchebag in this one. It's so hypocritical that Hollywood is making these adjustments, is making these changes, and yet they're willing to do it for the simple reason that they want to make money. Now, quite frankly, to be honest, I really don't care because if they were going to keep on shoving it down our throats, fine. You're going to keep on doing it, and we're going to keep on resenting it. But then you are literally alienating yourself and censoring yourself just for more money. I don't know which side of the coin is actually worse than this because I'm just finding this out today when I watch the video, but holy fuck. If it did it with this movie, imagine any other movie that they've done. What about the Avengers? Because you really don't hear about the gay, lesbian, I'm not talking about sex scenes, I'm talking about any scene in, in general that has to do with homosexuality. Gay, lesbian, whatever. Bisexual, pansexual, uh, transgender, what the fuck ever. That there are certain scenes in films that are cut out, even though their diversity is representing them, for the simple reason that when they go over the seas, when they go overseas, their price range would go high. 
And it's so hypocritical to me that they would take this action for the simple reason that they just want to get paid. I had a point to that. Like, it really makes me wonder how many of these films they've actually done before. Any of the Avengers films, any of the MCU. You really don't hear about any cutscenes that happens until after the newspaper or the article from CBR or Variety or whoever it is that's writing the article, they're like, oh, well, we had to cut this scene out because it was deemed inappropriate to, you know, foreign viewers or foreign audiences. And I'm like, huh, that's very interesting. So, case in point, if Thor 4 is going to be coming out and Taika Waititi says it's going to be full with intense romance. Now, we can read between the lines. Chances are the romance might, might involve Valkyrie with her queen. Because she is now king of Asgard. And if it really has a strong romantic scene or romance scenes within it. How much of it do you think they're actually going to cut out for China? How much of it do you think they're going to cut off for Russia or any other country that still looks down upon homosexuality? Just think about that for a minute. Just think about that. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Cummings Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for supporting me. Let's keep this truck on rolling. If you like what you hear, continue to follow and subscribe. Continue to share. Tell everyone you know that we are booming. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit me up on OTC Volume 2. That's how it is on Twitter or Instagram. I'm mostly on Twitter, so you can hit me up there. Before we end this night off... Let's go to our supervillain quote of the day. And this one is for Solomon Grundy, the epic poem. You know how it is. Born on the Monday, christened on Tuesday, married on Wednesday, took ill on Thursday, worse on Friday, died on Saturday, buried on Sunday. This is the end of Solomon Grundy. And my reaction to that is... That is probably one of the creepiest songs I've ever just sang in my entire life. Nearly similar to Freddy Krueger's One, Two, Freddy's Coming For You. But the main difference with that is when you hear that song or Jeepers Creepers, where'd you get those peepers? Jeepers Creepers, where'd you get those eyes? Okay, I'm freaking myself out, so fuck it. I'm going to end right there. (laughs) Have fun this weekend. Be on the lookout for Justice Khan. If you guys are very interested in watching the sneak peek of Zack Snyder's Snyder Cut version of Justice League, catch it on the Justice Khan virtual shit on the fucking net. Don't tell me what it is because I don't want to know. I don't want to spoil myself. I'll watch it when the Snyder Cut comes out next year. Till next time, I'm done, I'm through, peace out.